What up, what up, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Party Global Podcast. It's your boy, it's your motherfucking host, Alex Anunzio. Today, I'm going to be discussing why nightclubs are designed the way they are. I might also talk a little bit about, you know, if I were to design a nightclub, some of my fucking ideas. So let's just dive right into it. I think this is a super interesting or important topic, not only for the people that work in nightclubs and who run and manage venues, but for us party goers to understand why the fuck things are set up the way they're set up, right? And to be honest with you, a lot of this shit is self-explanatory, but a lot of you guys probably don't even fucking think twice about these things when you enter a nightclub. So let's get things fucking started. Anyway, let's remember, nightclubs are designed to fucking make money. At the end of the day, it's a business. They want to get you in the doors as quickly as possible, and they want you to stay as long as possible and spend as much money as possible, right? Like, that's as simple as it fucking gets, but there is some science that goes into designing a nightclub and why things are set up the way they are set up. So, you know, I just jotted down some notes so I fucking remember some shit over here. But yeah, they're easy to get into. They're hard to get out of. Um, you know, keep, they're designed to keep you in, to keep you spending money. Now, how do they do this? Here's one of my points. Here's something I've learned through just partying or whatever. In nightclubs, I call it a holding tank or a holding room, right? These are designed to make you hear what's going on, but not see what's going on. This is a key for nightclubs. So anybody who's thinking about does designing a nightclub, make sure people can hear what's going on, but can't see what's going on. And here's what I mean by that. At every nightclub, you're going to have to pay a cover charge, right? I mean, that's just how things fucking roll. But at the top nightclubs, what they do is they put you in a holding tank where you pay the cover charge. And what I mean by that, this is what I mean by a holding tank. So you walk into a room and you can hear the music, like you can hear the party and it's fucking banging, right? Like it sounds like an awesome fucking time. You're talking to the hostess. She's like, yeah, the cover charge is 20 bucks. You pay her the 20. Now you walk through these doors or you go up an elevator or you go up a flight of steps or whatever the case may be. Now you're in the nightclub. Now you're in the party. So you just were in the holding tank and now you enter the fucking party. See, what the holding tank does is it allows you to hear the music, but it doesn't let you see what's going on in there. And the reason why this is great is because how many times have we, you know, we've sat in lines to go to these nightclubs and we pay the $20 cover charge and we get in and it's like, what the fuck? It's a beat ass night. Like nobody's even in here. Like I would have never spent 20 bucks if I knew it looked like this on the inside. That's why they do this. That's why I don't know the real name for this fucking room. I call it a holding tank because that's literally what it is. They hold you in this room or call it a holding room, but they hold you in this room. That's where you pay your fucking cover. And then that's when you get walked into the club, you know, after you pay your fucking cover. And like I said, the reason they do this is because they want you to hear the sounds of a party. They want you to make it feel like it's fucking banging. Like it's a great-ass fucking time. Champagne's popping off in there, right? Like even the host, even the bouncers will be in on it. They'll be like, yo, it's a lit-ass night. Or it's, it's going to be a fucking popping-ass night. Then you get into the fucking club and it's a fucking beat-ass night. And that's why that room is designed like that, okay? Now, moving on. You just walked into the fucking nightclub. Remember, now that you're in the nightclub, a nightclub is designed to flow. Now, every nightclub is going to have a different flow structure to it. But at the end of the day, they are designed to flow. They are designed for you to walk in, to grab a drink, and then to walk as far as possible to the fucking 
uh, DJ like to the front, right? You have never ever been to a nightclub where the DJ or artist or ever who's performing is off to the sides or close to the exit. That will never ever be the case. If it is, ever who designed a nightclub is a fucking idiot. The DJ, artist, or wherever the main event is taking place is always as far back as possible. And now wherever the bar is located, that's up to the designer of the nightclub, wherever they fucking put the bar at. But usually wherever they put the bar is, it's easily accessible. So you walk into the fucking nightclub, you grab a drink, and then you walk as far as possible to the main stage. Uh, sometimes clubs, what they do is they put the bar in the center. Now they're creating a, a circular flow state here, okay? So you'll see like a big circular bar or a big square bar in the middle of the fucking club and then the dance floor probably all the way in the front or off to the sides somewhere so pretty much the designer of that particular nightclub wants people to flow in a circular state okay i don't necessarily agree with that but what they want you to do is they want you to walk in they want you to grab a drink at the bar and then you know bounce off to the sides where their dance floor is and then you're going to come back and you're going to circle around the bar grab another drink and then bounce back off right i don't necessarily agree with that um I think every venue is different where you should put the fucking bar. I mean, a circular bar in the middle does look cool, but I always like a huge open dance floor, you know, in the middle, you know, tables surrounding the dance floor that that barricade the entrance so that way you can't get out, you know, so you have some very cheap bottle service tables at the fucking entrance so people can't get out. Um, and then you have your really high expensive tables really close to the fucking DJ, huge dance floor in the middle, uh, bars off to the sides. That's how I fucking like it. But, you know, again, just remember wherever they put the bar is, it's to create a flow state. So if the bars are off to the sides, what they want you to do is walk on, walk alongside of the nightclub, grab your fucking drink and bounce into the fucking party, right? Wherever the bar is, that's how the fucking night should flow, okay? Next point I have to make is, remember, it's pretty hard to leave a nightclub if it's designed correctly. Um, you know, what I'm about to say here is probably not going to apply to all fucking nightclubs. Actually, it fucking won't. But some of the best nightclubs in the fucking world are usually multiple stories. Um, you know, they have fucking elevators or three flights of stairs. Um, I'm trying to think. They just have, like, some crazy arrangement or setup so like you go to these huge nightclubs what happens is you step into the holding tank then you walk into like a mini club i guess a mini club bar area where you can casually chill then you got to go up like three flights of fucking stairs and now you're at the main stage right so it's extremely hard to leave because now when you're already on the main stage and you're three fucking floors up you got to fight through hundreds and hundreds of fucking people, go down flights of stairs, dude, just to get out. Or even when I was partying in New York, what they do is they put you in the fucking holding tank and then, you know, they take you in an elevator to go to a rooftop bar. Well, now, like, just to get out of there, just get out of the club, you got to go down a fucking elevator and, you know, go down a flight of stairs and all this fucking bullshit. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot, right? And it's not a fucking lot when you're fucking sober, but if you understand psych, uh, human psychology, they're putting obstacles in your way to leave, okay? I mean, you're not even thinking twice about this shit when you're partying. Trust me, I've never fucking sat there and be like, yo, I don't feel like leaving the club because I gotta go down this elevator or escalator. Like, that's not how it fucking works, okay? That's not how it works. When you can see the exit, you're more likely to leave, right? They don't want you to see the exit. So when there's an elevator, when there's three flights of steps, you can't see the fucking exit. You know there's an elevator there. You know there's a flight of stairs. But you can't actually fucking see the exit. 
That's why when clubs are usually just one floor, it's a lot easier to leave them. If you ever notice that, if you ever been to a smaller club or like a really small bar where it's literally that's it, like you walk in and you see the whole venue, those places are very easy to leave. When you go to these huge nightclubs in Miami, New York, Vegas, and LA, it's very hard to leave those nightclubs because they're so big. You get pushed all the way to the front and they're so there's so many obstacles to get the fuck out of there, right? You got to push through a thousand fucking people. Then you're getting stopped by cocktail waitresses to get a fucking drink. Um, you know, then you got to take an elevator, an escalator. Like, dude, there's so much fucking shit. Now, that brings me to my next point. Good-looking people always work at nightclubs. Good-looking fucking people. Sex appeal sells. I'm not going to sit here and deny that. You want to fucking sell something, put something sexual involved in the product or service. A nightclub will always hire a good-looking host and hostess, okay? Always, always, always. If they don't, I don't even know what the fuck they're doing, right? Sex sells. You want to see a good-looking girl working the fucking door. You want to see clean-cut promoters selling bottle service and, you know, VIP tables. Another thing that clubs do to keep them in is they'll put the main event at the end. And I'm not necessarily talking about artists. Uh, of course, the biggest DJ is always going to go towards the end. But I'm talking about, okay, at 1 a.m., they're doing a fucking giveaway. Like, they're doing a raffle giveaway or they're fucking doing a bikini contest, a lingerie contest. They're doing something at, like, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., like, right before the club fucking shuts down. And the reason for that is to keep you to stay longer. Like, they're never going to fucking put it at the beginning of the night they're just not okay because then the show's fucking over so your main events are always going to be held at the end of the night and that's for a fucking reason dude to keep you in that venue as long as possible it's not what people think it's not like the build-up of oh we get to see this dj first and then at the end we get to see the main guy right that's actually not really accurate okay the reason the main guy is at the end is to make the most money for the club to pay for the main fucking guy Okay, so let's go over some things real quick. Nightclubs, once again, they're designed to keep you in, and it's hard to fucking get out. They want to fucking keep your money. They want you to spend money, and they're designed to flow. A good nightclub is always designed to flow. I wish I could like explain this better, but it really depends where the bar is positioned, where the dance floor is positioned, where the VIP bottle service is positioned. Okay, all these things attribute to flow state. And the best way I can put flow state is as soon as you walk into a nightclub, how quickly can you get a drink and how quickly can you get to the dance floor or to your table? That's what fucking matters. That's what flow state is and how quickly can you rotate back to those things. So now you got a drink. Now you go to your table. How quickly can you go from the table to the drink again? Okay. Or how quickly can you go from the bar to the dance floor, dance floor, back to the bar, back to the dance floor, dance floor, bar, bar, dance floor, right? That is flow state. A bar wants you to achieve those things as quickly as possible. They certainly don't want you waiting at a bar. I mean, that does fucking happen all the time. We've been fucking three deep back before, four or five deep back at a bar. And that shit just fucking sucks. Trust me, any top nightclub does not want that to happen. Does it happen? Of course it fucking does. So usually, if that does happen, what they end up doing is... A really good nightclub, what they should do is they should have cocktail waitresses or bottle girls uh, going around and doing shots in your fucking mouth. I don't know if you guys ever been to clubs that do this, but you'll be just fucking waiting at a bar or like you're on a dance floor. All of a sudden, some cocktail girl comes, 
you know, next day, and he's like, yo, you want a fucking shot for, like, 10 bucks? And you're like, yeah, fucking sure, you know, because it's been a while since you had a drink. And all of a sudden, like, she pulls your fucking head back, and then she starts downing you with a fucking bottle, and it's 10 bucks for that shot. Here's the kicker, though. I hope you guys know this, but those bottles are watered down 50%. It's a 50% split, so 50% of that bottle consists of water. The other 50% uh, consists of alcohol. Now, the only reason I know this is through my experience of going to these types of clubs that do that. I've gone to a few different nightclubs that do that, and I've stayed at a few different like party hostels when I traveled that do that, and they all told me the same shit. About 50% of that is water, and the other 50% is alcohol, and they're getting you on the price. It's like $10 for the experience. Like You're paying for the girl. like You're literally paying for the experience to look cool. So some good-looking girl comes up to you, cocks your head back, downs you with a fucking shot right and it's fucking 50 percent of its fucking water and then you pay her fucking 10 bucks for an overpriced shot again i do want to reiterate everything i talk about on my podcast is through my experience um through people i've talked to and mostly just my opinion on how things should work but yeah once you're in a nightclub man they're gonna push you to the front where the main event is as quickly as fucking possible they want you to get your drinks as quickly as possible they're gonna have good looking people working at the nightclub uh, you know, because if good looking people aren't working there, then good looking people aren't partying there. Like, let's just keep it at that simple. Damn, I almost fucking forgot. Another thing a lot of people don't even realize when they go to a nightclub. So you'll have your bouncers as, as like your first line of defense, I guess you want to call it, when you're fucking partying. Right after the bouncer, you should have a promoter or a host waiting for you, right? Um, the host will probably take your money if you're general admission. The promoter is waiting for bottle service clients or if you're looking to buy a bottle, this is your time to buy a bottle. You should know who the fucking promoter is by the way he's dressed. He's going to be a good looking dude, fucking dressed to the fucking nines in a fucking suit and he's just fucking sitting there looking like one of the bouncers but he's not patting you down. He's ready to sell a fucking table to you. So if you want to buy a table, that's your time. If you're general admission... Then find the nearest host, usually a fucking female, and she'll take care of you. Another thing at these huge nightclubs, what they do is they separate lines, you know, VIP, general admission, expedient, line express, like all these fucking bullshit things. And the reason for that is, is to get you in the club as quickly as possible. It's not to make you feel good that you're in the VIP line, right? Obviously, if you pay two hundred dollars to get in a club, you're gonna want to get in quickly because you paid a fucking premium, right? But that's not necessarily why they do it. They do it. They the reason they separate lines is to get you in as quickly as possible. Okay, they want you in as quickly as possible, and they want you to stay at the club as long as possible. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. I already spoke about why they put the main event at the end to get you to stay there to watch the main event. But also, anything that's interactive, I talked to, talked about this on my previous episode, podcast episode 11, check that shit out. But I talked about anything that's interactive will get you to stay at a party too. For example, I already talked about you know cocktail waitresses coming back and pouring a shot down your throat. That's an interactive environment. You know, any theme type of fucking party, uh, a lingerie type of fucking party or like where they do a bikini contest at the end. I've been to those types of fucking parties. 
you know, uh, I'm trying to think of some other ideas. Like, there's this club in Philly that I go to. They have a ball pit in the fucking middle of the club. Like, that keeps people there. It's fucking interactive. Just trying to think. But pretty much, you guys get the idea. Anything that's interactive that will get you to stay till the end of the night, they fucking do. And honestly, you can't fucking blame them. It's a business. They need to make money. And honestly, they don't make as much money as you think. You know, they had to pay for, like, nightclub insurance, which is extremely expensive. They had to pay for a huge space. That space is only used pretty much on weekends, too. So, you know, do the math. If they're just doing, like, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights, a club, right, that's, what, 12, 12 times a month? Yeah, so they're only operating, like, 12 times a month. They got to pay for, you know, all their employees, the DJ, uh, alcohol like there's a lot that a nightclub has to pay for it and that's why cover charges are so expensive and most importantly that's why booze are so expensive but hopefully you guys get a gist of what I'm trying to say here on why nightclubs are designed the way they are if you guys want me to do a video or a podcast on how I personally think nightclubs should be designed let me know I can do that for like episode fucking 13 I think that would be the next one this should be 12 but with that guys remember to travel far and party hard party global's fucking out uh-huh.